Welcome to Random Television. We are the podcast that takes a TV programme out of context and picks it apart. Here is how it works. We pick a random TV series that we've never seen any of before and discuss what we think it's going to be about and what we think it's going to be like and whether we're going to like it or not. And then we find a random episode from somewhere in the middle and watch a random episode and then we get back together again and discuss what we actually thought of it, usually with wine. Now, this week, we're doing a big one. This is a big one. We're doing Lord of the Rings, Woo! The Rings of Power. Yes, recent release from Amazon Prime, probably their most expensive series, I think. I would have thought so. Is. I mean, the amount they've been advertising this, it must have cost them a fortune because yeah. they're desperate to get their money back yes they are so i feel like this might be the biggest budget amazon prime spent yeah spaffed they spaffed all that money before we get into it i sort of half read an article in the guardian ish um about this and apparently so at the beginning it came out at the same time as the house of dragons did um, you know, the Game of Thrones people. Yeah, yeah. And this was meant to be, like, visually the most amazing thing. And at the beginning, everyone was watching it. and But apparently the acting is terrible and really patchy. Oh, no. And it's... Oh, no. It's... Yeah, he trashed it. And because I really wanted to watch it and now I'm like, oh... Apparently, when you say he, who do you I don't know who the critic was, but apparently, oh right, just Sorry, the critic. I thought you meant like one of the actors. No, the apparently, okay. um, it sometimes is like an episode of Hollyoaks. Oh dear! So with pointy ears, yeah, basically, which is such a shame <laughs> because I really did have high hopes for this. So I don't know about you, but I was certainly absolutely obsessed with Lord of the Rings. I thought you were going to say I was definitely obsessed with Hollyoaks. I was well, um, I was also obsessed with Hollyoaks, but for many different reasons. But Lord oh, of the Rings yeah. was like my Star Wars. Like I watched every single yes. film when they came out. We were about what, 15 to 18. It was like quite a mm-hmm. big time in our production. Adolescence. Uh, production of adolescence. Um, <laughs> in the production of our lives. And now I always watch it when I'm ill because I like to see people going through shit times. You like to see people doing worse than you. You're like, I feel bad. Let's see someone having their head cut. Exactly. (laughs) And also, like, the soundtrack, it was, I know, something wrong with me. I love it. The soundtrack was amazing. Howard Shaw. I don't know if it's Howard Shaw again. I'm guessing probably not. I, well, it's not. Uh, Peter Jackson, so it's not the same right. production so, company and everybody, so I'd assume not. So that's probably also why the acting is bad. Because he well, he's very careful and selective about who he picks, I think. Because the, yes. I mean, the acting in Lord of the Rings is that amazing. Liv Tyler, Kate Blanchett, Viggo Mortensen. Oh. Sorry, <laughs> that just slipped out. Viggo Mortensen. Oh. Love as Aragorn was basically my like teenage awakening was Viggo Mortensen yeah. as Aragorn. Yeah, and then he then he has a shave and a wash and he's just not. I know anymore. the best scene is when he bangs through those double doors in in the near, oh in my the god, yes. and you're like, oh. I'm gonna need a moment. Just, just give me a sec. Just give me a sec. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. Um, oh. yeah, Ian McEwen. Yeah, no, it's just the list is and Sean Bean. One simply does not just walk into Mordor. I, mean, I love how that's become a meme become as well. A meme. I love that. When so um I you you did it as well, didn't you? We both did. Um 
In fact, I should put pictures up from when we did this. We did the first Lord of the Rings film. You didn't do that. You were there. I was 100% on there because half the cello section were crying at the end of every film. You weren't there. I was 100% there, Jen. Recently? Yes. In the summer? Like a couple of months ago. Were you doing that? I am shocked and appalled that you do not remember this. I do not. It was quite long. <laughs> I was really tired. Was very long. You time. were we doing that. Play. Sorry, you were doing that. I was you were doing, doing that. that. Yeah. I'm so sorry. So we yes, we did. We did that five times in, in a row. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. I, I mean, um, you'll never get audio like it sitting in front of the bass section. Oh it, yeah. In like, you'll never get surround sound like it if you like that kind of thing when you're watching a film. Yeah. Like it was literally just like they should charge extra to, to have like yeah. I mean, it was one seat in each of the string sections. Yeah, I mean, and just sit there. It, it was amazing. The, my point was that when there was at least one night, it might have been the Friday night or the Saturday night show, where it got to that point in Rivendell yeah. where Boromir goes, one does not simply walk into Mordor, and the half the audience went. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, also, I think uh, Sean Bean started the trope of he dies in everything. With Lord of the Rings. Had he not already died in a few things before? Maybe that? one or, or two. Am I wrong? But he was in Sharp and he never died in Sharp. And then oh, okay. he was in Lord of the Rings and obviously, spoiler to a, what, 20-year-old film? Spoiler. Um, that's <laughs> how dies in that one. Dies in that one and then dies in everything else. So, um, should we go back to the Rings of Power? I have a synopsis. I think should. Would you like it? Yes, please. Yes. So here we go. Mm-hmm. Set thousands of years before the events of The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings, the series is based on author J.R.R. Tolkien's History of Middle-Earth. The Silmarillion, um, Yeah, maybe around then. It begins during a time of relative peace and covers all the major events of Middle-Earth's Second Age, the forging of the Rings of Power, the rise of the Dark Lord Sauron, the fall of the island kingdom of Numenor, and the last alliance between elves and men. These events take place over thousands of years in Tolkien's original stories, but are condensed for the series, which sounds bad. Yeah. Yeah. These these events take place over thousands of years, but we're going to show them to you in 30 minutes. Woo! <laughs> you know, it's like four minutes Shakespeare. <laughs> so, yes, they've clearly... They're trying to pack a they're lot in. To pack a lot into as yeah. well. They're, I don't, they're probably not doing all of that in one series. They're probably thinking it's like a five season arc or something. I would, I mean, I would hope so. Yeah, I would hope so too. I would hope they're not trying to pack in a thousand years of made up history into like eight episodes. So the, the thing I've seen, I think I've seen it like maybe one advert, but there's, there's the main character in it. One of the main characters is Galadriel being yes. young. Is that still Kate Blanchett? No. What do you mean? Is it still no? Because she's like twenty. Yeah, but she's an elf. They don't really age, do they? Well, yes, they do. But she was. I think Kate Blanchett was in the Hobbit. Kate Blanchett was in the Lord of the Rings series. Yes, but I think she or was she also, also in, the in the Hobbit. Yeah. I don't know how it works. Anyway, she looks younger in this, and it's not Kate Blanchett. It's okay. a it's a young elvish girl. So, what annoyed me about looking at it? is to me, Galadriel's character is very kind of ethereal and quiet and still and kind of witchy in a way that she can sort of read your mind and and that type of power. But in this, she's like Mulan. 
<laughs> she's like right. running around on a horse with like a sword and like kicking ass and I'm like that's not really but maybe I know but it, but maybe that's what she was like when she was younger a yes, thousand years in the I past know. she was a kick yes I know but it also feels very like not true to the character not true to the character and mm. let's make a, a female protagonist really fighty because that looks really good but actually I don't think that's Gladriel's character okay that's just how I think but then also the women in Tolkien stories are never really that fighty apart from Eowyn actually she's a badass Eowyn is the fighty badass Galadriel's a spooky witch so I, I don't but, know but Eowyn's not Eowyn's, an elf no I know Eowyn's not an elf yeah. what I mean is the, the I just feel like they've just made this a stereotype that's fair yeah. but I haven't seen it so who am I to judge I mean I will I mean, judge I, when I see it when we've seen it, we will save our judgment. Yes. We will make sweeping statements beforehand Sorry, about I what we expect. The microphone and then... Afterwards. Yes, exactly. Afterwards, we will judge. Yes. Well, let's go watch this anyway. Um, yes. We have plonked in quite near the end, actually. Claire? Yeah. Where are we going in? We're going in at episode seven of eight. Which is called? It's called The Eye. We think that's probably Sauron. I mean... It's an educated guess. But he... I'd, I would be very confused if it wasn't about that. So again, from what I've read, Sauron was a man. And yes. the whole uh, spoiler thing of this series is that you find out who Sauron is. Mm. Yeah, I know. Whatever. Anyway. I wonder whether he was originally one of the Nine Kings. Um, no, the king, nine, kings, nine rings for the kings of men. The nine kings of men became Nazgul. Oh yeah, they did. They became. Come on, rings. Claire, get your Tolkien. Yes, it's been a while yeah, since no, I've read it. You know. No. <laughs> um, although, actually, uh, confessions. I couldn't make it through all of them. I read. How dare I read you? Fellowship. How how it took could me you? such a long time <laughs> to read Fellowship because of fucking Tom Bombadil just prancing <laughs> around. Um, singing a song. Oh God! I was like, "Will you get on with it?" Um, there's a lot of descriptive. There's a lot of concepts. "Look at me, I can write old English poems." Yes, we get it. You were very good at what you did, but can you just get on with the plot? Anyway, so I made it through Fellowship. I made it halfway through the Two Towers, and then I got distracted by Twilight or something, and I just couldn't. So um, I will try it again because I do want to read it all. But I do find. I find this with Dickens as well. If if the prose is just too long, you get I bored. get bored. I get bored. I mean, honestly, I read this. I read all three uh, when I was seven. Seven? I was seven. You read Lord of the Rings when you were seven. I mean, I read The Hobbit when yeah. I was seven, but Lord of the Rings, bloody hell. I, I, um, I, because I read The Hobbit when I was quite young. And then I enjoyed it apparently. So then I love the Hobbit, Lord of the Rings from the library, and read it. And I, oh, the only reason I remember that I read it when I was that young is because I remember talking to other kids in my class about like how long the book was that we were reading, and they were like, "My book is okay, ninety-seven pages long," and I was like, "My book is four thousand three hundred because it was all three in one. It wasn't just like Such you got the first." I can't I believe you read oh, no, I, The Hobbit. I I will. I used to read like an absolute. Animal, I will read like, and read and constantly. read The Hobbit. I'm actually thinking about rereading it again. I absolutely love that. I think that's a perfect length. Don't talk to me about the films because what the actual fuck? I know. Terrible. And they're always on the telly. Are they? 
There were on the other night, all three. I only watched one of them and then I was like, it's not for me. Why are the dwarves still washing up two hours into the bloody film? I don't know, singing singing fucking songs again is what they're doing. Right. (laughs) It's because they got rid of Tom Bombadil in the original Lord of the Rings films. So they had to to put him into the other film. (laughs) Except he wasn't a dwarf, but still. I know. I mean, I'm a musician and that was too much singing for me. Like, come on. Mm. It's not a fucking musical about dwarfs. That would be, that would be quite a good musical. Um, yeah, just like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, they kill Snow White because she's really whiny and then they just do like cool songs. And they just sing hi-ho for Hi-ho. Okay, right. <laughs> We've gone off track. It's fine. We do this. Okay, we're going to go watch The Rings of Power. It's probably going to be shit. Come and watch with us. Amazon Prime, season one, episode seven, The Eye. In the meantime, Claire, if they want to get in touch and moan about how interesting our talking is how can they do that sorry my tea bag split there's lemongrass everywhere um oh no no, no. However, will you cope? it's like the most middle class statement of the day okay let's go how can they get in touch Claire? <laughs> you can get in touch in numerous ways you could write a whole long prose to us like gerard <sighs> please don't please don't you could write us a, a lovely email and send it to randomtelevision at gmail.com. You could send us a little note on Facebook at Random Television. You could send us a picture on Instagram or however it works, wouldn't at Random Television. And you could send us a little tweet on tweet. Twitter at Random Telepod. If you wanted to write us poetry, haikus would be welcome or a naughty yes. limerick. Ah, oh, I love a limerick. Yeah, something like that. There once was a dwarf called... Bobbin, who had a something knob on, I don't know. You know, you can make it work. So, I mean, better than that. Yeah. Oh, come on, I came up with that in five seconds. Yeah, I mean, that was off the cuff, that was great. Brilliant, but you that's know. what we do, off the cuff comedy, sort of. We will be back um, in a little bit. We're going to delve into Middle Earth. Let's hope we don't get too muddy. Let's take our shows off and see what happens. <laughs> okay, we'll be back in a minute. Welcome back. We have been watching The Rings of Power, Series 1, Episode 7, The Eye. And Jen, luckily, because I don't, Jen has a summary. Yes, I do. Um, Just to uh, warn the listeners, if you suddenly hear random banging and clunking noises, I've got the builders in. Um, Not a euphemism. Not a euphemism, no. Um, So there might be some like random noises. Just pretend that you're no, you know, you're in Middle Earth and you're in a mine, and not exactly. Okay. I don't know how much sense this makes, but I'll do my best. (laughs) Okay. The Southlands has been burnt and is then taken over by the Orcs and Sauron. The proud feats or foots who are the hobbits, land is destroyed by some creepy folk in grey who are after the big giant guy who is known as the stranger. Some of the hobbits go after the stranger to warn him of the creepy folk in grey. King Durin is refusing the elves access to the mithril mines so his son stands up to him and gets a necklace ripped off which is meant to be like a big thing, whatever. Some queen goes blind and some king gets wounded but doesn't die. Galadriel is kind of annoying. The end. 
Hey. Um, I have a theory about the stranger. Oh, yes. I think it's Gandalf. No, it's not. Why not? Because Gandalf's a man. Gandalf is a wizard. They don't Gandalf live is, forever. He's a very, very old wizard by the time. Yeah, but this is like a thousand years before. Yeah. They don't live he's that long. He's a magi, isn't he? He's, they don't live that long. It's not Gandalf. Mm, I think it's Gandalf. It's not Gandalf. I still think it's Gandalf. 100% it's not Gandalf. <laughs> 50 paces, it's Gandalf. Deal. <laughs> I'm not going to bet you 50p. I'll bet you a gin and tonic. Oh, all right. A gin and tonic seals it's Gandalf. It's 100% not Gandalf. Single gin and tonic, mind. I'm not splashing out on a double. Okay, but I want a Hendrix. Oh, I find. Um, <laughs> okay. Now, the, 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 the man, the king bloke that is in the shed at the end. Tent, right, okay. even, not shed. I, full disclosure, I watched this possibly a week ago because I had a month of Amazon Prime and I'm too cheap to pay for more than that. So She's I watched very it. cheap. Yeah. I just, you know, it's cost of living crisis and all that. Um, oh, I, yeah. <laughs> so it's not wildly fresh in my memory. Um, I just him... watched it and I'm okay. quite confused. So good, good. I don't think it really matters. Him in the tent, was that not a sealed of? <sighs> Maybe. Because they kept going on about Isildur being uh dead or yeah. missing. And I wrote oh, he must be alive because he cuts the ring off Sauron. Isildur's air cuts. Oh no, it's your no, Isildur does. Aragorn is Aragorn's Isildur's air. Yeah, I keep getting very confused with my Lord of the Rings knowledge because and then watching this, I was like, what the fuck? Isildur and Aragorn and whoever Isildur. else are not just normal men, they are, and I've forgotten the word for it, and they live Rangers. longer than normal men. No, not, that. there's like a race of men. Yeah, there is a race. So yeah, so they live a lot longer. Yes. Um. So just in general, Claire, what did you think? It was quite confusing, but I enjoyed it. Um. I did think it was quite difficult to see what was going on early on. But, and I wrote this, I said, I, be- I can barely see what's going on, but I suppose that's probably the point because it's all the smoke no. yes that was probably the point no, because they can't they see keep... what's going on yeah but they keep making dark shows it's so annoying the it's rest like, of it just... wasn't that dark um, I mean, I've written it's very dark like, so the um, let's just skip back to the beginning I was yes. I was quite bored but enjoyed some of it but I will explain why okay. um, so the title music has been written by Howard Shore I was going to say it sounds very Howard Shorey Yes, so the titles I liked, the rest of the music I thought was a pile of piss. Oh, okay, so I thought that the guy, I don't know if I, oh no, I wrote this down, I wrote, whoever's written the music has done a great job of emulating the films. He, I thought he'd really written in the style of the music from the films, I thought it was really good. Shit. I really enjoyed it. I hated it, it was far <laughs> too cheesy, it was far too, like, soporific. There was no like, there was no like grit. It was just like, oh, there's another slow bit. Oh, there's another slow bit. No, I hated it. Sorry. Potentially, because there was a big battle, obviously, the previous episode. Mm. Maybe he did write music like that for the previous bit and not in this episode because there wasn't really any of that. I mean, the only bit that was close to that sort of happening was when Adriel and that random lad were hiding from the grey people. No, the grey people. Theo. It's called Theo. Theo. Um, so maybe that maybe that's true. The annoying thing about watching uh um 
what's it called? Uh, a pre prequel? No, um, an episode before the last one. Oh, penultimate episode. Penultimate. Problem with watching a penultimate is that you normally just get build up. Yes. So it, it does tend to be a little bit slower. So I will give them that. So, um, yeah, the, se- the second thing I wrote was it's very dark. And then I wrote, oh, no, that poor horse, it looks hot. So um, <laughs> it looks hot. Well, the area looks hot. Oh, right. Because it, it's basically the beginnings of Mordor. So Southlands must have been a land pre it was an area. Yeah. Um, and everyone's been burned by the orcs. Um, and then I did say, wouldn't, the ground. wouldn't they just all be dead from smoke damage immediately? Because the whole place was like being in a volcano. It was lit. There was like ash falling everywhere. Um, so, so for me, the 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 acting and the the way it was made, I think I got used to it. But right at the beginning, because I'm so used to watching, Lord, I was so used to watching Lord of the Rings. It looked like a Lord of the Rings role playing game, <laughs> especially like the first scene with the hobbits. I was like, I'm going to be a hobbit today, and like it just it felt really fake. There is one guy whose name I didn't get. The elf in the um in the mines. That's Elrond. As Elrond. He looked CGI. Yeah. He looks like he looks yeah. His skin was just too perfect. And like there was something about his face that j- he looked CGI. <laughs> maybe it's just like the camera maybe it's like a, an effect on the cameras to make them look more elfy and uh, ethereal or something. Yeah, one of the main problems I'll get to, I'll get to it, but I do agree with you. There was a lot of that going on with the filming. Um, yeah, so I did think it looked a little bit. I thought it was a wizard, the guy, the stranger, the giant guy, because he whispered into the tree. So he's clearly got some That's like wizard why I powers. Think he's Gandalf. I don't think he's Gandalf, but I think he is a wizard. I think he's Gandalf. No, I did write. Ha ha! The acting is bad. Um, so the whole thing with elves meant meaning to be untrustworthy. That plot with the elves and the dwarves that took me a really long time to understand what the fuck was going on. Um, because basically, like I thought, elves were immortal, but are they not? Elves are immortal, but they can be killed in battle or through um, heartbreak. I know, but there was something about. Um, the reason why Elrond was in the mines is because they needed something to like survive or like live. Cause the, the dwarf was like, I'm not going to help you like be immortal or something. I think there was something like, maybe they're not. I assumed that they wanted to make like mithril chainmail for battle. Yeah. 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 But I which think... is what they needed to survive. Well maybe, well, maybe that's what they meant. I just got a bit confused. I thought it was something like, they needed it to help them be immortal, but maybe not. Maybe it was the the protection. I, that's um, what I assumed. Uh, I I did quite like the sun. So Durin the fourth, there's a Durin mm. the fourth king and a Durin the fourth prince or something. It's very confusing. Um, they all named after each other. Um, I liked the prince. I thought he was good. I thought the king was a good actor. I thought there was quite a lot of patchy acting but i quite liked him yeah um but what i have written down here is why are the dwarfs all scottish is it because they're grumpy well in the yes in the film he was welsh john reese davies is welsh he was welsh 
I think he put on a Scottish accent. No. I think he did. No. He no? had a Welsh accent. You sure? Yeah. I don't think so. I think he had a Scottish accent. Anyway, they've made all the dwarves Scottish, which yeah. I think is offensive. <laughs> the thing is, they well, they've made all the hobbits sort of Irish. Irish all the dwarves are West sort Country. Of all the dwarves are Scottish. All the elves are posh English. Yeah. And the men are kind of mixed. Yeah. Basically. Um, I did say at least the accents are all bad. Some of them aren't real, but most of them are okay. Did you spot my favourite actor in this? Was it Lenny Henry? Yes! <laughs> I didn't know it was him until I was like looking up the characters and I was like, holy shit, that's I, Lenny Henry. I was watching it and I was just like, it got into the um, the Hobbit bit and I was like, hang on, hang on, it's like, Hang on a minute. Is that Sir Lenny Henry? Is that is, yes? Is Lenny Henry a dwarf? This is amazing. Is there he's, a dwarf from Birmingham? I uh, love he's a Hobbit, Claire. Oh yeah, not a Hobbit. Oh, I kept saying dwarf, didn't I? I meant a Hobbit. He did. Lenny Henry is a Proudfoot. He's he's one of my own. Yes, <laughs> there is also a Hobbit. In fact, my viola is called Bilbo, and I think I'm go. also a Hobbit. I would definitely be a Hobbit. If I was, any, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be any of that. I didn't like the fact that the hobbits were were getting involved because the no, whole point I is thought, that they don't get yeah. involved. I thought that they didn't know that they were there for thousands of years. That's what I mean, Bilbo. Yeah. Well, I think the proud feet. I need to again confessions to the listeners. They know I haven't read all of it, um, but I think. There's something about the proud feet, like they were they were like rebels or something. So maybe they they're not like n- the normal hobbits. But the Bagginses were like the the weird ones as well. Yeah, because so. they were the ones who went off and and left and, and did stuff. Yeah. yeah. So the, so this to me wasn't true to hobbits really at all. And I just felt that that plot just felt a bit weird. It's like they turned up and all their stuff was burnt, and then a giant came and whispered into a tree, and then it was fine. And then all their stuff was burnt again. It's like, what? Yeah. It just, it felt a bit weird. Like, I wasn't sure about that plot. Um, again, I wrote the music as bad. Bad music. Sorry, I just didn't like it. See, I enjoyed it. I liked it. And then I said, God, it's boring if the acting is bad. So there was a lot of scenes where they just sat in the dark so I couldn't see. And they'd try and, and they'd say something that was meant to be profound. And I was like, ugh. I mean, to but be it just fair, didn't land when me. they were sitting in the dark, they were in the caves, which would be quite dark. Or the wood, but it wasn't night. Eh. With the orcs. Like the Galadriel. Galadriel's character is so boring. I she's... thought the actress was fantastic, though, because she's good. she was she's... giving me yeah. proper Kate Blanchett Galadriel vibes. Even like the voice, the way she spoke, everything. I was like, you've studied this. She's good, yeah, she is good, but I just didn't like what they've given her to do. <laughs> like, it just, she just, it just feels quite, like, two-dimensional to me. Her character feels very two-dimensional. And there's no light and shade in it. It's all very, like, I'm sincere. I suppose it's quite difficult because there's so many stories going on at once. There's a lot of characters. And they've got to kind of show you a bit of everything every episode. Else yeah. Else forget. I thought the pace was really, it was too slow. Even for Lord of the Rings, which is genuine, it was generally a slow pace. And so I've written, um, now I can't see anything, get on with it. The pace of this is so slow, 33 minutes has passed and nothing has happened. So 
what what else I've written is Lord of the Rings was what I loved so much about it was the amazing locations mm-hmm. and the sets and how and what you were saying about Elrond looking a bit CGI'd I feel like it's too set based what I loved not about one location yeah it's too set and CGI based and not enough location based maybe for me I feel like a lot of it was filmed in New Zealand yeah, but I just think they've wasted it. Like, that's not enough. I know, and I think I know what you mean. And, and for me, it just looks overly expensive. It looks like they're showing you how much money they've spent. Which is not the point of Tolkien. Well, the point of Tolkien is five page long songs without a tune written down. And 83 um, languages that he's composed. But the whole, but, yeah. but it's a love letter to England. Yeah. That's, that was Lord the of the Rings. The countryside. Yeah, and this is nothing like that in any way. So, like, even the Hobbit bit looked like a set. It looked like they put some trees up in a studio. Like, it just didn't look like... Because the Hob- like Hobbiton and all this it's meant to be like the Cotswolds. Or like... Oxford. Little, or Oxford. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's meant to be that kind of, like, rolling hills. And that is not what it looked like in any way. Mm. So, I feel like they've missed a step there. They, put, they did this whole, like, massive location shooting, but did they shoot in Somerset? Probably not. <laughs> like, not if it's Lord of the Rings. It was all filmed in New Zealand. Well, I know, but I mean, it's <laughs> that's not what it's meant to be. It's meant to part of it, yes, but but it's it's. I don't know. I feel like they've missed the core. I think Tolkien would have fucking flipped. I wonder whether I think Christopher Tolkien was involved with this. Who's that? His, his son. son, son or grandson? I think. Yeah. Well, he just son. probably got a load of money and went, "Oh, fuck it." Maybe. Or maybe maybe Christopher Tolkien wasn't involved. Maybe he... Oh, I don't know. I think... I feel like the family was involved. Well, they did a bad job. <laughs> to me... to they me, didn't have enough input. Or they didn't have enough input. That's exactly how I feel. You know, I can't really talk about it. That's how I feel about The Golden Compass. Um, you still haven't seen the BBC version, have you? No, because I was so burnt. You by... like the BBC version. Uh, yeah, I will watch it. It was good. Um, I was so burnt by the film because it was just everything about it was the opposite of what the point of it was. Um, Because I didn't want to offend anyone. So, um, whereas this, I just feel like they've just missed the point. Mm. They just missed the point of what Lord of the Rings is about. They've got, they've, I don't know. I think the difference, potentially the difference, well, one of the differences between this and the films, uh, is Peter Jackson. Yes. Because Peter Jackson, uh, and to an extent Christopher Lee, Peter Jackson is a massive Lord of the Rings fan, loved it, um, and wanted to stay as true as possible to all the books and everything, and and did a fantastic job. Not sure about The Hobbits, but still. Um, And Mm. Christopher Lee, um, before he died, when he was on the set, he used to read the books every year, and he knew Tolkien. Did he actually know the person? Yeah, he knew Tolkien. So they used to ask him, be like, what do you think to this? And he was like, well, this is what we would have done. This is what in the books. And he would tell them. Yeah, so that that's amazing. I didn't know that. Yeah. But um, that's what I, f- I felt. Again, this is what we talk about a lot about films and series that feel really like the directors have, have gone into it with details, like things like Stranger Things. Mm. Like It just feels so well researched, whereas this just feels like they wanted to spend a lot of money yeah, the love um, wasn't there. They wanted the to love spend a lot of there. money. They wanted to earn a lot of money. They wanted it to be this big flagship sort of... Flashy. Exactly. 
There's, there, there aren't even any big names in it apart from Sir Lenny Henry, obviously. Sir Lenny Henry is a big enough name for anything. That's true. <laughs> but I mean, it just, it didn't feel, it could have been called anything. It could have been called Game of Thrones, Rings, History, Teenage Boys in the Basement, you know, <laughs> role-playing games, World of Warcraft. It just, it didn't feel like Lord of the Rings to me. Apart from when they said the names, I was like, oh yeah, I know who that is. That's literally... Yeah. If they if they hadn't put any of the names to it or talked about any of it, I would. It could have just been a wizard wizard war shit thing. You would have Maybe. known the orcs and the hobbits because they were very similar. That's true. Um, but again, it looked like they were playing dress up on Halloween a little bit. Um, I was also with the hobbits. I was like, I know we all have curly hair, but does nobody own a comb? Like, why does no. everybody have bits of twigs in their hair? <laughs> like, well, I think these guys are like apple orchard hobbits or something yeah. I don't know they're like yeah um so let I've, I've written down the names of who okay. everyone is so Galadriel who is the main character she's Welsh so again would be a good elf because they're sort of based on that kind of thing um I so I would have thought they'd be based on like Scandinavian people like tall um, and blonde maybe, and blithe and yeah but the but elf the elvish language is based on Welsh I think so or part of it is uh, maybe yeah I think it is, a lot of it is quite Welsh-like. Um, so, yeah, so the stranger, the the giant guy, his name is the stranger. So yeah. no one knows who he is. Um, he's not Gandalf. He's, he's Gandalf. I'm he's not Gandalf. Right now, I think he's Gandalf. He's not. We've got a Gandalf. G&T riding on this. I think he's Gandalf. Do. Yeah, we do. Right. Elrond yes. is the young elf. The CGI lad. Prince Durin is the the nice dwarf who's friends yeah. with Elrond, and King Durin is the grumpy one who rips off people's jewelry. I think um, what he was doing was uh, is symbolic of him taking away his lineage. No, I know, but still, so, calm yeah. down. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, the proud feet, the hobbits. So Poppy and Nori are like the main girls mm-hmm. um, who hang out with the stranger, um, and then Theo is the kid who ended up with Galadriel. Don't really know who he is. Pass. He must be something to do with Isildur and that. Do you think? He was well. He's in there. I think he was he part was of the Southlands. Oh, was he? He wasn't one? to do with Numenor. No, what is Numenor again? Numenor is um a, another land over over the water. Oh, so I think that's where the queen came from. She was from Numenor. That's yes. that lot, and I think Theo and the parents are from there too. But they've um. She, I think she is the title of the this episode because it's not about Sauron's eye; it's about oh, her she eye because she goes blind. And there's a big close-up on an eye quite early on, and it's obviously hers. Well, I thought it was Galadriel's. Uh oh, I thought it was hers in the smoke. Okay. Um, and I I didn't realize she'd sort of gone blind until they were walking through the uh, the forest. Yeah. and she's on the the horse, and she do- she doesn't duck out the way of a tree, and I was like, oh wait, that was a bit close. And then she's like, how much further have we got to go in this smoke? And I was like, eh, it's not, not really smoking anymore. Yeah, I was thinking that. I was like, seems, seems all right. Yeah. And then they go, and then she's like, how long have we not been in the smoke? <laughs> <laughs> a mile? Shit. But, but yeah, but she, so she is Isildur's wife, seemingly. She's the queen and she? he's the king. I think that's what I assume. I think there's two separate races oh for fuck's sake because this happened in lord of the rings as well because then you've got you've got the king of gondor and then you've got like other shit Rohan. no but Rohan. i thought 
I thought they kept talking about the king, and I thought that was a sealed door. I, or maybe I think not there's a different Arthur. race. I think that because I think there's the Numenor race, and then I think there's the the race of men in Middle Earth or Gondor or whatever. Um, oh. I'll tell you what happens at the end of the episode, though. The mm. guy who they're speaking to, the orcs are speaking to, when they say, "What should we rename the Southlands?" Yeah, Mordor. That's Sauron. Uh, okay. That's Sauron, and that's who... So I think in the previous episodes, he's like a normal person, and he turns. So the whole point of the series is people try and guess who Sauron is, okay. and that was Sauron. He's like a lord okay. um, who turns bad, right? Basically, I think. Um, um, and there's also... Uh, Galadriel starts talking about... Kelleborn at one point going that she you know he's dead except he's not dead because he's in La Florian with her when they go like oh so obviously Weird. he's going to turn up at some point okay so he's not actually dead he does die in Lord of the Rings though doesn't he get shot uh yes I think in one of the big battles Kelleborn dies yeah two towers I think um the the word for um what Gandalf is uh, is not just wizard. He's an Istari. Ah, and they're like I don't know what they are. They're they're sort of they are they're they're not quite immortal. I don't think, but they are like that's why I think it's him because they live forever and ever and ever. Mm. And I'm trying to remember the name of of what Isildur is because it's really it's really bugging me because it's really close to like Numenor and that and it's it's really annoying me. That I can't remember what it's called. Okay. I found out who the stranger is. Oh, uh, well, no, don't tell us on here because other people might want to know. Well, no, we'll just tell people to mute because when, they want to know who owes who a gin and tonic. Oh, that's true, yeah. So if you don't want to know who the stranger is, turn it off for 10 seconds. Or just tell us, do I owe you a gin and tonic or do you owe me a gin and tonic? Yeah, if I owe you know. one, then it's not Gandalf, but it could be anybody else. Yeah, but that's not it. Ah, <laughs> so I owe you, you owe me one. I yeah. fucking told you. Sorry, guys. So, um, spoilers, uh, Gandalf the Grey is the stranger. I yeah. told you, I fucking knew it. So the mystics are the weird grey people, and they think the stranger is Sauron, and that's why they're tracking him. Ah. But when they realise he's not... they still don't not, seem very nice. No, they seem kind of dicks. Yeah. I'm gonna say. Anyway, sorry, you were right. He doesn't look like Gandalf. No, but he had the same I like same sort of Abner thing to him, aura, mm. whatever. I was just like, that's Gandalf. Hundred percent. I don't like Gandalf. it because he's meant to be like he was taught by Saruman and he's I don't know, it just feels like Saruman is, is an historian as well. No, I don't. Okay. As Rad Radagast the Brown. I think there's like five of them. Oh yeah. Okay, fine. So because they I name think, him in the story he, like, when they realise he's not. No, he Saruman. he goes through like it, no, it's like a race or something. He goes through like a few different versions of himself because when we meet him in Lord of the Rings, he's Gandalf the Grey, and then he becomes Gandalf the White. Yes, that's true. When he comes because he sort of dies and comes back on Shadow Facts. Exactly. <laughs> I just it's just not the same. But ugh. can we talk about the uh, the introduction of the Balrog as well? Oh yeah. I was, was, I was quite excited for that bit. 
I was, I was like, like, it's a Balrog! Yeah, but dug he... too deep and too far. And I was like, oh. I know, I know, that was quite funny. Um, there were some things that were um, said that was like a direct quote from Lord of the Rings. Now I can't remember what it was. But one of them, I was like, that's from Lord of the Rings. Stolen it. <laughs> stolen it. Stole um, it. Stole it. Whatever. Stole it. Stole it. So, have you got anything else to add before I ask a question? Um, not hugely, I don't think. I'm mm. just have a little look at my uh, my notes. I mean, a lot of it is just me going, "Oh my god, it's Lady Henry." <laughs> um, I oh yeah. So there are two things that I've written that we haven't really spoken about. Um, what it, whatever it was that Elrond, the CGI lad, gave Durin the younger. Oh yeah, the weird piece of rock. Uh, but it made the leaf sort of live come back to life. What I think it what was m- that? It might have been like a spell that made that would mean all their I don't know, like food and drink. I don't know. Because then they say they'd supply them a load of I wondered whether it was like an early version of like the Star of Elendil. Yeah, but that gives light in the darkest places. And, yeah, but or some I don't know something similar with some I don't know weird elfy magic. I feel like it kind of brings back things, so like it would make their food supply double, or it would something like that. I don't know. Maybe part of the mines are dying, and that would like bring it back. Pass. It was cool. It was quite cool. But I, I, didn't I just really I didn't know really meant. know what it was. No, yeah. I didn't. Um, and then I wrote uh, right near the end, just before I wrote the Balrog and Mordor. Um, I wrote <laughs> the whole. This whole episode is very cinematic. I can see how they spent half a billion dollars on it. They spent half a billion dollars on that episode. Daniel talked. No, no, on the whole. No, series. on the series. Okay, fine. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I think Daniel told me it was half a billion dollars. Well, that was totally wasted. It was totally wasted. I didn't think it was that cinematic. Not as cinematic as Lord of the Rings. Definitely not. I don't know, there were quite... Well, no, no, maybe not this specific episode, but, like, there were quite a lot of sort of sweeping shots and, and it, you can tell there's a huge budget. Like, Yeah. But again... Oh, it, hang on, sorry. The, the total cost for season one has been estimated to be around one billion dollars. Fuck. It doesn't yeah. it it's still not very good. It's such a shame. It just goes to show people that throwing a lot of money at something does not make it a quality show. Yeah. Oh hang on. How much is it per episode? Let's have a Jesus look. Jesus Christ. It probably depends on so the there's, episode. There's eight episodes. Um, so, well, to be fair, they, they did spend 200... Okay, so they, the production cost was $715 million. And, but of that, they paid $250 million to um to secure the rights from the estate of Tolkien. So wow. between each episode, it looks at $89.5 million per episode. It's insane. It's bearing so in ma- Bearing in mind, Game of Thrones was 100 million per season. That was much better. That looked much better as well. And by the end of the the end of it, it was 15 million uh, per episode. Bloody hell. Bloody like, hell. That is insane. An insane That's... amount of money. And the last season of Game of Thrones was a pile of wank. So oh, it just yeah. goes to show the more money you throw at it, the worse it becomes. So well done, everyone. 
Great job. Um, so, are you ready for the question? Yes. Would you watch this show? I probably would, you know. Mm. Because... I might I, give it a go. It, it just made me, like, get back into that feeling of... Yeah. Of, 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 of like, the films and all of the books. And, and I think I probably would, but I think I would you know pace it a bit and i would have to sit down and actually properly watch and An i might and... i might not like it i don't know but i yeah I, yeah i think yeah i mean an hour and 12 is a lot for an episode that's how it, much this it one was, was a long was it, it was an hour and 12 long. yeah i know so it's, it's quite long but mm. i i would probably give it a go too um and i recommend people who are massive talking fans to just Either don't watch it if you're going to be really offended or just take it with a pinch of salt. Mm. Because I think it does kind of spaff on a lot of t- Tolkien's like core ideas and feelings and just, yeah, it doesn't really feel like Tolkien to me. But that doesn't mean it's not entertaining, I basically. I think I know what you mean but I think what it is uh, I think this is this is the issue that you have with it is that it's Hollywood talking mm. more than the films were too shiny yeah it's too like maybe that's just because I don't like things that try to appeal to too many people because I just well, yeah think, you don't you don't no. like things once they get popular <laughs> well no but that but I feel like as soon as things get really popular and mass produced then it loses what was special about it because it just becomes too vague to me yeah well it's a little bit like so I think this uh, this album is a little not contentious but sort of uh 50 50 and that people either love it or they hate it the the car by Arctic Monkeys, their newest album. Oh, I don't know it. I haven't heard it. I don't know an awful lot of Arctic Monkeys music, but the music of theirs that I do know, he has got a very obviously Sheffield accent when he sings. And I've listened to a bit of their newest album and it's very toned down. It doesn't sound as much... It sounds a lot more generic generic than previous ones. I hate it when that happens. It's so sad. I mean, they have all been living in LA for a while, but it's I that. Know, I think but... it's that idea. It's been like watered down a bit. It's been American, but not watered down. It's Americanized. Transatlantic. It's Hollywood version. I don't like Hollywood versions. I like yeah. things to be dirty and raw, and plucked off of like a disgusting bathroom floor in a bar that's a dive. Yes, and waters down all their vodka. Exactly. That's what I want. <laughs> Right, um, uh, let's wrap this up because I'm desperate for a wee. Lovely. So, <laughs> thanks. Um, so, uh, we hope you've enjoyed this episode. Um, if you have, please rate, review and subscribe. We love five stars. Tell your friends, tell everyone you know. Um, we, You can follow us if you like. Claire, how can they follow us? <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram at Random Television, on Twitter at Random Pod. You can email us randomtellyvision at gmail.com and you can find us on Facebook, Random Television. Excellent. We'll be back in a fortnight with a brand new episode. Um, so tune in and in the meantime, let us know if you have any ideas for a series we can do. We welcome suggestions and we'll be back in a fortnight. See you then. Bye. If you'd like to get in touch with us, then you're in luck. You can follow us on Instagram at randomtellyvision 
on Twitter at randomtelepod or you can email us at randomtelevision at gmail.com.